Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The question before us in the state of Indiana is, do we want to legalize marijuana? Tony Katz, good to be with you. The conversation gets more interesting because, of course, we are surrounded by states that have done exactly that, legalized marijuana. Now, there's an argument to be made that this is the way we're all going. The nation has come to accept this. Why aren't we taking advantage of it? The other argument, as Governor Eric Holcomb has put out, and I think it is a logical one, it's not legal on the federal level. Why are you asking me to make something legal on a state level when the feds say it's not? How does that even work? Then, of course, you take a look at places like Denver, Colorado. You take a look at what's happening in New York and Chicago, where every street you're on in a downtown smells like weed, and you ask yourself, wait, is this what we're buying into? Is this what we want? There is a rally taking place at the Capitol today, growing Indiana together. It's uh, today from 11 to 3, the Midwest Hemp Council and Americans for Prosperity. Full disclosure, I do work with Americans for Prosperity. I have a financial relationship with Americans for Prosperity. I just, oh, I will never lie to you. I always let you know. But I have no connection to the legislation that is currently out there. This is House Bill 1039 to discuss medical and adult use cannabis. Representative Jake Teshka joins us right now from the 7th District. That is T-E-S-H-K-A. I was mispronouncing your name earlier, and I apologize, uh, Representative. It's good to be with you. Talk to me about House Bill 1039 and maybe from a, a larger overview, why legalize marijuana in Indiana? Hey, Tony, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on to talk about this issue that's important to Hoosiers this morning. Uh, House Bill 1039 is actually a very comprehensive bill dealing with this subject. It's uh, got some very minute details in terms of the regulatory structure that we want to set up here in Indiana. And of course, uh, like most things we do in Indiana, we want to do it better than anybody else. And so, you know, we're proposing the lowest tax structure in the, in the country, because for us, it's not, you know, about uh, revenue. We've, we've got a state that's flush with cash right now. It's about moving uh, this market that we know is here from the illicit underground market onto the uh, regulated and safe market here in the Hoosier state. And uh, the bill actually does not pull the trigger on legalization uh, at this point. The bill actually says uh, when the federal government deschedules or reschedules marijuana, the cannabis, we will uh, then take a look at it. But what it does is it gives us a, a leg up by getting all of this regulatory structure set up uh, ahead of time. We know the Biden administration has uh, called for the, uh, a look at this to see if we can uh, reschedule or deschedule. And we want to be prepared for that. We want to make sure that Hoosiers get a first crack at setting up businesses uh, rather than multi-state operators coming in to swoop up the market. 
So when you're when you look at this legislation, when people look at it, this isn't about this gets passed and the next thing you know, everybody's selling weed on a street corner. This is about getting set up for when the federal government does X, we can do Y. Is there the anticipation that you're going to be waiting a very long time? And how do you speak to those advocates of marijuana being legal that, wait, Kentucky can do this, but we can't? Kentucky can do it? (laughs) Well, I I would like to point out that Kentucky did it by executive order, and I'm never a fan of of doing things by executive order. I think this is something that the people's representatives need to hear and uh, discuss and really get into the meat of this policy issue. Uh, And so uh, that's what I would say in regard to what Kentucky did. Uh, However, you know, I I think we got to be realistic about where we're at in the state. And uh, as you stated in the intro, Governor Holcomb has said that, uh, you know, he won't sign a bill uh, that fully legalizes until the uh, federal government uh, changes their mind on the issue. Now, I don't think we'll be waiting very long. And, and in fact, uh, you know, Tony, I'm very surprised that we're uh, we're even in this position now. The Democrats had control of uh, of uh, the White House and and uh, the House of Representatives and the Senate for two years. And and I'm just quite frankly shocked that they didn't do this. And and they left an opening for uh, for Republicans like me to come in and say this is a policy that that we should be championing. And uh, and that's what I'm doing. Talking to Representative Jake Teshka of the 7th District, talking about his legislation that he's got out there. This is House Bill 1039. I asked how it's not House Bill 420. Honestly, uh, sir, it it, it boggles the the, the mind. Uh, And I appreciate you being with us. you talk about it being executive order in Kentucky, and, and, and I think that is a, a solid point, but it doesn't explain Illinois, nor Michigan, nor Wisconsin, uh, nor, nor Ohio, where these things are legal. Um, talk to me about who you're hearing from about the desire for legalization here, and how do you counter the argument that you're talking about legalizing what is very obviously, in people's minds, a gateway drug? Yeah, so, so what I would say to that is um, a couple of points here that you made. On the, on the first part, uh, you know, uh, Michigan and Illinois, um, uh, both of those states uh, did this process. Of course, Illinois is uh, a little bit different politically than we are. Uh, Michigan just flipped their House and Senate. They did theirs by ballot measure. Of course, we don't have those here uh, in the state of Indiana. Uh, but what I think uh, is important to note, right, is there, there's this Bowen study uh, out of Ball State, this, um, uh, this survey that just recently came out, uh, showing that only 15% of Hoosiers are okay with the status quo of prohibition in the state. So 56% in that survey said uh, they were in favor of full adult use uh, legalization of cannabis, and another 26% said that they would be in favor of uh, legalization for medical use. And so we've got 85% of Hoosiers agreeing on an issue, and that's something that in today's divisive political culture is, is unheard of. And, uh, and so uh, one of the things I would say is why this hasn't happened yet is, you know, it's one thing to answer a question on a survey. It's a, it's a totally another thing to make a phone call to your legislator and push for this policy. And until it's something that really affects you, right, until you've got uh, your, your uh, young child sitting, you know, in a jail cell for for simple possession or until, uh, like my constituent who wrote in just before uh, Christmas, uh, said, hey, I've got stage four uh, pancreatic cancer. I've tried all of these drugs, 40 rounds of 
radiation and they've got me on all of these things. I've had surgery. And he said to me, uh, I would eat cow dung if it would help me live longer. He said, I know it's a long shot, but my life is all I have to lose. And uh, it's it's for folks like that that I'm, I'm pushing for this policy. In terms of it being a gateway drug, I think that we're seeing more and more, you know, as um, uh, more data comes out from some of these states that have regulated their markets. In fact, a, a recent uh, study showed that uh, states that have regulated market have a, a, uh, a, an increased age of first cannabis use. In, in other words, uh, kids aren't using it as much. And just think about it, Tony. When you were younger, what was easier for you to get a, a bottle of booze or, or, uh, or a joint, right? And I think a lot of times it's, it's, the, it's the illegal substance that's easier for you to get because it's not a regulated substance, right? And so it's, uh, it's tougher for, for minors to get that. And we're seeing more and more data come out uh, that shows uh, that regulated markets um, not only do not have an increased uh, use among youth in, in terms of a gateway or whatever you might call it, uh, in fact, it has the opposite effect. Uh, I can uh, attest to the fact that it would have been easier for me to find a joint than a bottle not of beer. Not that you were looking. When, 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 I, when I was a kid talking to Representative Jake Teshka of the 7th District, uh, State Representative Jake Teshka, talking about the legalization of marijuana, you brought up the Democrats, who last uh, session, they, they made a giant deal uh, about this as if they were leading the charge, and certainly we know that uh, Representative Jim Lucas... Uh, has been talking about this subject uh, for for a while, and it seems that the the strategy of the Indiana Democrats was attack Republicans for not being more on board with this, as opposed to finding people that you could work with. Do you have Democrats you're working with on this subject? Will we see Democrats at this big rally that's taking place at the State House at eleven o'clock today? Your cannabis rally. You will absolutely see Democrats there. We've got a Democrat co-author on the bill, and, and uh, we're having a conversation with uh, the folks, uh, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle. We're having ongoing conversations with them to get them on board with this bill, to see what, you know, what their thoughts are on the regulatory structure and how to move forward uh, and lock arm in arm on this issue where, look, if there's an issue we can agree on, let's agree on it. Let's move the ball forward. The, 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 the rally uh, that takes place today, it's 11 o'clock, this takes place. Uh, it is a group of people growing Indiana together, the Midwest Hemp Council, Americans for Prosperity. And as I said, I do work with, with AFP. I am financially compensated by, by AFP. Um, people think this is a weird thing for this group to be involved with. Uh, they may not know anything about the Midwest Hemp Council. Um, are, are these groups there to give you credibility or are they, do they see a different value to the legalization? Yeah, I think each see a, a kind of a different value for, for this, right? So Americans for Prosperity comes at this from, from really the, the criminal justice perspective uh, in that, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, right, you might have uh, how many untold thousands of Hoosiers uh, today being uh, busted for simple possession and they're, they're stuck with a record for the rest of their life and so on and so forth. And, and so that's really the angle that Americans for Prosperity comes at this and, and uh, the effect that that has on the overall uh, economy and an individual's uh, ability to better themselves uh, moving forward. And then there's others, right, to so the Midwest Hemp Council. They, they come at it. Obviously, uh, they are a group of, of uh, business owners and farmers and folks that are well positioned to pivot if uh, the state were to move in this direction, right? They're already 
cultivating uh, hemp, which is again a, a, a cousin of cannabis, right? We're we're uh, already cultivating this plant, and so they're they're ready to move, and so they've got an economic interest in this. Uh, and then you're you're going to see folks. Uh, I've got a lot of folks that I've been talking with that are veterans uh, suffering from PTSD that are really pushing for this. Uh, some other folks from the medical side. Uh, and so they're coming coming at this issue from that angle. So there's all sorts of Hoosiers interested in this issue for different reasons. And um, and at the, the end of the day, what, what my message is, uh, is that it's time for us to have a conversation. It's time for us to have a robust committee hearing where we hear from advocates on both sides, health experts, uh, scientists, law enforcement, all of, all of those stakeholders. Uh, and we have not done that yet in a committee setting uh, here in Indiana, and it's time we did. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.